Charlemagne the God of the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to the Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? Yes, it's Wednesday, hump day, middle of the week. Yes, April Fool's Day. Um, there's no April Fool's joke that could go over well today, right? Nope. Right? Well, yeah, Google, I think they canceled April Fool's Day. They said they're not, usually I guess they do some stuff, but they're not doing any jokes today. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing that you could possibly do. I think that could go over well. Nah. Right? No jokes today. Nah. Nothing's funny. Nah. Nah. I think, Donald, I think Donald Trump going to try to get one off, though. Think so? Yeah, I had. That. I was thinking about that last night. Like he might just come out and be like, "All right, everything's over. We were just joking. This is just a long, elaborate joke." But no, that's not gonna happen. I don't know. Well, mm. yesterday I went to a, a, a Broadway basement play. Uh, me and the wife we got dressed up and we went out uh, last night. It was uh, the Basement Theater presents the Casey Family Show. My kids put on a, a, a comedy, magic, dancing, and singing show. So. It was pretty entertaining. It went on for about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh, they had different parts. They were singing. They were uh, telling jokes. Uh, Taylor, one of our producers, would have loved their uh, knock-knock jokes. And um, it was pretty entertaining. It was, it was pretty good. We had, a, we had a great night uh, in the basement. Did you stream it? No, didn't stream it. But uh, we just enjoyed it. We just sat back and relaxed and just really enjoyed the show and see how talented my kids are when it comes to singing, uh, being a magician, and dancing. It was pretty fun. Who's the magician? Uh, London was the magician. Uh, they put together boxes so that, like, they put the sheet up in front of themselves and then dropped the sheet and then they were gone, hidden in the boxes. And then one time she jumped in a box and then popped out and then she had a full uh, dress on, uh, like, fully dressed up with a, with a tiara in her hair. Uh, but it was pretty good. Jackson okay. did uh, the, the dancing and singing. Uh, Logan did a magic trip and, uh, trick. And uh, Madison, she was just the, the curator of everything. So it was pretty cool. Pretty nice. cool. Like what it. you guys do? Anything? Um, I had a kind of a productive day yesterday. Okay. I was what getting some Yeah, I'm getting some things done, some initiatives that I'm gonna help work on for small businesses. So I'm really excited about that. I think we announced that today. Um, so yes, I'll be posting about that so people can apply to win this to get this money. And uh, I guess I can't say too much about it yet, but to, later on today we'll have more information about that. And then I know in New York. Uh, the small business services they have some initiatives that they're doing they're putting that out on friday mm -hmm. and it's a paycheck protection program so i've been trying to figure out other things i can do just to kind of help out okay all right and Charlemagne, how was club home club bed what you do anything now i do a goddamn thing okay i am the host of coachella couchella at this mm -hmm. point all right i mean it is it's, it's i'm not gonna sit here and try to fake productive 
Like, I, I'm, I don't, I feel like I do any other time. Like, because I'm a homebody anyway. I'm a cancer, so I like to be at the crib. You know what I mean? So, it's, for me, this is, this is actually kind of great. I'm not even gonna lie to you. This is actually this is actually kind of great. I feel for my children yeah, more than anybody. What do you mean? Make the, do you do the, do something different with the kids every day so they just don't feel stir crazy or no? Is it they just gotta get in where they fit in? This this is regular. This is what we do. We eat dinner together all the time. We eat lunch together all the time. We talk. We laugh. We joke all of the time. You know, we 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 read books together. Like I, this is this is a this is a regular day. In my life, this whole past two weeks has been a regular day in my life, but that's because I'm a cancer and I'm a homebody, so I don't have to be out and about being fake busy. Yeah, my kids, they don't, your kids usually go to school from 9 a.m. to, to 3 p.m. And that's why, that's why I said I feel bad for the kids more than anything, though. I feel bad for the kids because, like, you know, especially my oldest daughter, because she has a lot of extracurricular activities, especially, you know, cheerleading and, you know, just going to school and being social with her friends is, is, is a great thing for them, and that's that's. Not be, that's not able to happen right now. So, other than that, no. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Quest Love will be joining us next hour. Of course, Quest Love from the Legendary. How is he joining Beats. us? Phone line, sir. Phone line. Mm. Day and age. She'll be joining us on the yeah, phone. Yes, the way oh, everybody's been actually, doing it on yeah, the news. Yeah, yeah. And... That's actually an old day and age. Remember back yeah. in the day when you used to do radio and it was all phoners? <laughs> yeah, well, well, now we're back to that. You're back now to phoners? To yep. Okay. And we got front page news. What we talking about, ye? Uh, well, we'll give you an update, of course, on what's happening with coronavirus. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. So we'll talk about one myth that was going around yesterday that Dr. Fauci dispelled. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's start with coronavirus right now. We are over 860,000 global cases mm-hmm. of coronavirus. Uh, there's only one state in the United States that has not yet reported a death from coronavirus, and that one state is Wyoming. Hawaii reported their first death from coronavirus, so right now Wyoming is the only place that has not seen a fatality. Now, Donald Trump is also warning that it's going to be a very painful two weeks coming up. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. We're going to go through a very tough two weeks. And then hopefully, as the experts are predicting, as I think a lot of us are predicting after having studied it so hard, you're going to start seeing some real light at the end of the tunnel. I wonder how much harder can those two weeks be than the last two weeks we saw? I guess what, more cases, more deaths? Of course. And Dr. Fauci is also dispelling this myth that was going around yesterday. It's not a myth, but it's very misleading, as he said. Uh, Now, people were talking about uh, coronavirus, and there was research that said that coronavirus can travel 27 feet. So the six feet of social distancing won't matter. Here's what he said about that. This could really be terribly misleading, John. What it was was looking at the distance that droplets fly by speaking, by coughing, by sneezing. So if you go way back and go, ah, you might get 27 feet. But so when you see somebody do that, get out of the way. Right. So I, I, don't, mean- I, 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 I wish these people would just say they really don't know. Like there's no need to even, you know, you know, say that that he's dispelling, you know, that theory because they really don't know. Like he basically said, if you sneeze hard, it can go 27 feet, but most people don't sneeze okay. that way. Well, he said that you have to lean your head back and then, like, thrust your head forward at the same time. 
and then it yeah, might go the, 27 feet. And he said it's just but that's not what I'm practical. Saying. He's he's just basically basing that off the way people sneeze. Like, but that don't mean that, that it's not possible that that can't happen. I just wish they would say they 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 don't know, because every day it's no, something he, new about this this um. And this today virus. is also Census Day, by the way, just so you guys know. And it's very important that people fill out their census, and you can fill out your census online. So this determines, and it happens every ten years only. It determines how many representatives each state gets in Congress, how billions of dollars in federal funding get spent, schools, roads, other important things in your community will either get or lose funding over the next 10 years based on your population. So that's why it's a very big deal for you to fill out your census. So for everybody who got those census forms in the mail, or if you want to go online and go ahead and do that, please make sure you fill out your census. Today is that day. All right? A lot of people yeah, if you lie, if you lie, if it's... Yeah, a lot of people yeah, especially, do, especially immigrants. immigrants. Yep, they don't want to fill it out because they feel like that'll be used against them. And this, this, I ain't front. I can lie, understand it. Yeah, just lie. Just lie and say you're white on the census, and um, they'll probably improve your neighborhoods immediately. Your neighborhood will probably get more funding. And uh, Chris Cuomo, CNN host Chris Cuomo, has tested positive for coronavirus, and here's what he had to say about that revelation. If you need a death toll, you will get it every day, and it will frighten you. My suggestion, don't get caught in the numbers. Why? They're just scary and they're out of context. We do not have the testing data to make real sense of our reality beyond what we know is the face of it for an overwhelming number who gets sick. And that face is mine. I tested positive. Scared, yes, but better me than you. My concern is what I may have put on my family. See, I don't, even that, even that is like, like, uh, didn't sound right because it's just like he says don't pay attention to the numbers don't pay attention to the he said the death toll will scare you but don't pay attention to the numbers you know uh, what he said they, they, they're they not always accurate I'm like either people dying or they're not like mm-hmm. I don't get it yeah alright well that is your front page news alright thank you Miss Yee and I am scared by the numbers because I really feel like there's more people that have it and more people dying than they actually are saying because I don't necessarily think they absolutely know yet you know they're, as they're testing more and more people more and more people are having it so yes I am mm-hmm. scared and concerned with the numbers I am well Louisiana had their worst day yesterday they had uh, 1200 new cases according to health officials and 50, more than 50 deaths I mean, yeah, and you know, you know, they they also had Mardi Gras from what January sixth to February twenty fifth. You know, and at mm-hmm. the time, people didn't know that a lot of people, you know, had it. It wasn't a, a global pandemic quite yet, so it's just like you know, they, I saw them being upset at the. I think the mayor said she should have canceled it, and I'm like, how she was like, how was I know I was supposed to cancel it? And that's real. How was she supposed uh-huh. to know? All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, bro? Hello. Uh, Money-making Mitch, how y'all doing? Money-making Mitch, you ain't making no money right now. You ain't making no money in a recession. You crazy. Cut it out, Charlemagne God. How you making money? Tell me how you making money. By giving proper advice on how people should be really cleaning their house. That's enough money for me to to educate these people. Oh, you finessing. Of course. Um, If you really, really, (laughs) really want to um, kill this coronavirus... All, the, all hospitals and everybody's home, just start from um, sterilization room. 
Start from the bathroom, then work your way out. Everything you use in the bathroom, you can use around your whole apartment. Every hospital that's scared, they have training. We, um, sterility is important. So if you just expand your sterilization department and make the whole hospital sterile, then everything, every item, every equipment, every instrument can actually be um, used properly. All these numbers. Money making Mitch, let me ask you a question. People actually paying for this advice? Of course they are. Cleaning the bathroom? Clean your bathroom, actually. I agree, to, I, I agree that you have to do sterilization, but you do know that it's transmitted from person to person, right? Exactly, but it depends on how many people are in your house and do you have a team that's doing sterilization. This is a family. This isn't people from next door coming into my house. I now, you how are you making money, money off bro. this? Yeah, I'm confused. How, how do you make money? Is this, is this, is, oh, you're talking about financial money. I don't need financial money. I, I don't need no okay. finances. I'm fine. Financial. What other money is there? Um, but, yeah, my money's there, but financially, I'm fine. But the, the other money is the other important money that's inf- is information. Knowledge is power. Yeah, correct. Knowledge, okay. okay. knowledge is currency. You mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, so, this, so that right there alone, I'm saving lives by telling people. I've served in the military 17 years as a medical officer. I've done, I've done all forms of surgery. I've been in so many different situations, and we treat every patient. Now, this is the coronavirus. We treat every patient as if they were HIV. Now we have to treat every patient as if they have HIV, corona, um, and all these other um, symptoms. That's, 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 that's pretty dope because now you have to stay on top of sterility for the rest of your life. You understand? Okay. This, this is no. This okay. should be a waking call. Well, th- thank you, brother, for calling, man. We, we really I don't understand, you, but you know, to each his own. Oh, so you talking about that type of money? You talking about financial money? What other money is there? I'm. I'm he mean he make he meant currency. That's all. Oh my gosh. Oh, currency. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi guys, it's Maribel, one of the Kelly girls. Hey, hey, hey. one of the Kelly girls. How are you, Maribel? Uh, good. Uh huh, guys. It's been a while. Thanks for taking my call today, not getting, uh, what's it called? I, I've been waiting, and and no one's been taking my call. How are you, first what? of all? How, how yeah, are you in the Kelly girl quarantining? It's terrible. I'm bored out of my mm. mind. We're bored <laughs> out of our mind. Um, we haven't been to work in about, like, a week and a half. Oh, you're not doing Okay, so, but you guys are, are quarantining, orders. you guys are quarantining together, right? Yeah, we are. Okay. And and I mean, we're, she well, my sister's keeping up with school, and I'm just kind of doing my own thing, kind of trying to figure out life. Just floating. This is a good time yeah. to figure out life, though. This is a great time to figure out life. It is, and that, that's been on my head. Like it's just been trying to figure out life, but it's it's fine. Okay. Well, that's good, baby. Okay. Yeah, and we're glad you're safe. safe. Healthy, all right. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Dante. On top flight security. Top flight security. Tell them salute. We appreciate them. Thank you so much. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Oh, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Brittany. Hey, Brittany, Brittany, get it off your chest. So, today I'm going to get off my chest. I feel like everybody is overly praising Andrew Cuomo, the governor. I don't feel like what he's doing is extremely productive. Yes, he's building hospitals for us and stuff like that. But it's to me, it's entertaining the pandemic. What are we doing to stop it? I feel like New York City needs to be shut down indefinitely. Like, yeah, you're building hospitals, you're bringing a ship here, but what are you doing to stop it, you know? I feel like 
he's not closing the city indefinitely. I don't know for money reasons or whatever the case may be, but as long as this city is open, it's going to spread. And that's just what I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, you know why they're praising him, though? They're praising him because of the lack of leadership that has been shown on the Democratic side, especially from the presidential candidates. And when you have Donald Trump talking every day, Cuomo kind of, he gives, he, he doesn't kind of, he does give counter-programming to that every day. So it's just good to see um, another, 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 hear another side to the situation. That's all. I do. I agree with too a little bit, but I also feel like um, I'm also learning a lesson through this. Like with Trump, I feel like because he's done so much crazy stuff in the past he's he's doing okay like that care act is very beneficial and i feel like if a democrat was in office that wouldn't have got fine let's be honest and i feel like the stimulus package is so good even though we only getting a thousand dollars he's not getting a lot of praise for it because people just don't like trump like at all i'm not a trump supporter but i i'll i'll be a realist and be like wow that was good what he did you know what i'm saying see so he, like, what you just said is exactly why it was so important for Joe Biden, who's the Democratic frontrunner, to be in front of people's face every day offering counter-programming to Donald Trump. Because that is... Yeah, exactly. But that's what's becoming the consensus now. The consensus is you hear, you see Donald Trump all the time. You hear him all the time. He looks like he's in charge. He gave out this $2 trillion package. People got money in their pocket. At least he's attempting to do something. That's why I kept telling them stupid-ass people that Joe Biden needed to be out there every day offering counter-programming, and he, and he didn't do that. And now, Joe Biden you know. Joe low. I haven't even seen Joe Biden. I haven't seen him on TV. Yep. The last time I what? seen him, he was at uh, D-Nice's... Uh, quarantine party. No, no, you know no, what, no. He, he, I uh, just saw him the other day, but it's like they keep showing all the mistakes that he's making when he's talking. They keep being like, again, Joe Biden messes up or, you know, so it's not looking good. Well, he's broadcasting from his house and he can't work the equipment. You got to think he's quarantining, so he can't work like the Wi-Fi equipment and stuff. Goodness gracious. All right. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Trav! Sorry about your loss, Trav. Oh Sorry my about God, Trav, are you okay? Uh, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I've been, I've been like super, super sad, man. Super, super sad. But rest in peace to Cardi. You know, Cardi Yonce. His dog. You know, my, Cardi's my dog. dog. <laughs> Did they count yeah. your doll in the coronavirus death toll? <sighs> Charlemagne, I don't like super sad. Sorry. I'm like, really I just sad. asked a question. Yeah, I have a little bit of empathy for him. He lost his dog. He loves his pet. He used yeah, to have Cardi like, with him like everywhere. Baby, man. Mm-hmm. That, that's like my little baby, man. Little chihuahua, man. Yeah, you know what? You know what? She had, she had a spoiled life. She had a good life. She chilling. She chilling. She chilling. She had an amazing life. Yes, she had an amazing life. Yo, Yee, I watched um yes. that that movie Platform. Oh, what you think? Yo, really good movie. Yo, that De- definitely the deeper meaning is about classism. Yeah, it's about capitalism. And did you understand the ending? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, actually, all right. I really enjoyed the movie. Sorry, I was going to tell you, uh, you got it, like, backwards. Like, Joe Exotic wasn't the one sleeping around with the tiger. It was Carol that was sleeping with the tiger. You think Carol was sleeping with the tiger? You think so? Interesting. All right, y'all. All right. right. Feel better, Trav. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, yeah? Yeah, and since we're talking about Joe Exotic, let's talk about this footage that came out recently that people are talking about now, and it has to do with the N-word. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tory Lanez. This is The Rumor Report. 
with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, Atari Lanes' quarantine radio is still going strong. And according to multiple reports and to Tory Lanez himself, this latest one yesterday actually broke all kinds of records. Listen to what he said. We officially just broke the, the Taylor Swift record for 156,000 people live on her live. So he's saying he has the most Instagram live viewers at one time with 310,000 people at the same time. I cannot verify nor deny whether or not that is true, but people are saying, you know, previously it was Taylor Swift, it was D-Nice, now Tory Lanez is saying it's him. Now, he also had Drake on yesterday, as well as uh, French Montana. He's had Chris Brown on with Khalifa. Of course, he's had the strippers on. So here's what happened with him questioning Drake about this whole being in quarantine and being around Kevin Durant, who had tested positive for coronavirus. We yeah, know that you were around Kevin Durant when he caught the corona. What were you doing to, <laughs> what were you doing to stay corona-free at that time? Honestly, a glass of wine keeps the Rona away, boys. That's what I'm Now, don't y'all run with that misinformation. Now, wine <laughs> is good for you. A glass of red wine is good for you today, but it's not a cure for coronavirus, okay? Not at all. So I don't want any, I don't want any kids running around out there saying, hey, wine cures the coronavirus. That's not the way this works, people. Not at all. And speaking of Kevin and, Durant, you and, know, and, the, and, the, and he broke the record because of Drake, though. He broke the record for yeah, they were both on IG them. Live yeah, because of Drake. When Drake got on, all that's right. when it shot up. Now, let's talk about Kevin Durant, since we're talking about, uh, you know, the NBA not happening right now. So what are they going to do? Well, they are going to do this uh, NBA 2K20 charity tournament, and that is to raise money in the midst of all this coronavirus, uh, this whole situation. So what's going to happen is there's going to be a single elimination Xbox One tournament that's going to run through to April 11th. And whoever wins with all these NBA players will get $100,000 to give to a charity in support of coronavirus relief efforts. So right now, Kevin Durant is a top seed. Also, Trey Young, um, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Andre Drummond. There'll be a lot of people participating, a lot of big names participating in this NBA 2K20 tournament. I think about Kevin Durant every day because being that I haven't had a haircut in a couple weeks and, you know, like my hair grows, it looks just like Kevin Durant. Like I've been begging my wife to order me a soft bristle bristle brush and she's going to tell me, you just happy you got some hair on your head. I need a soft bristle brush, Brad. You get it bald. Why don't you just cut it? Have your wife cut your hair. No. She don't know how to cut hair. Why would I do that? And I don't know how to cut hair, so why would I do that? It's bald. Cut your toupee. Have you touched your trap toupee? No. I saw you yesterday. You got a flat top. All right, now let's get back to Joe Exotic, guys. Out here looking like you want to be kid in house party. Yesterday, they put out some footage of Joe Exotic, and what he's doing on here is it's from one of his old broadcasts, and they're showing him talking about why he's mad that he can't use the N-word. What's going on here in this country? It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word, but you can get on YouTube and watch any black man's rap video, and they're calling each other the N-word. What the hell? Is this discrimination? I'm white. I can't say the N-word and they can't. So is it discrimination that he's white and he can't say it and they can? Come on. It's not discrimination. I I, I hope (laughs) you're being sarcastic. It's clearly not discrimination. Of course I'm being sarcastic. Oh, but but I but I understand what he means though, because I can see where it's confusing. If you love mm-hmm. hip hop and your favorite record has the N word in it, you know, and you people hear people censor themselves say, all the time when they sing yeah, along to records, though. Yeah, but I can see where it's confusing, especially when you have uh, brothers and sisters saying it's a term of endearment. That's why 
we all just need to stop using the N-word. It's hard. I can't do it, but, it, you know, we should. It would be the right thing to do. I mean, but we've been, yes. trying, we've been saying that for years now. Mm-hmm. I know, man. It's just so hard when niggas be out here nigging. See? All right, now, Carol from Tiger King in the meantime is saying that she is a victim in Netflix's Tiger King. And she's saying she did not put her husband in a meat grinder. She wants to make sure people know that. And she was hoping when this first came out that the film would raise awareness. But now she's saying that uh, she's been getting death threats herself and that Joe Exotic has been trying to get his minions to kill her since 2009. She said he was constantly going on his internet show saying that he has to get rid of me. It was very disturbing. The kinds of people who back up what he does are not stable people. It would be one thing if he went out to mainstream America, but he was going out to a group of whack jobs. That is according to Carol. Now, Kim Kardashian had also tweeted out, wow, the amount of texts I've gotten about Tiger King since I tweeted about it all have mentioned their belief that Carol killed her husband. What are your thoughts? Do you think that Carol killed him? And so I guess all of this is not good for Carol right now, especially because they're asking for more information into the disappearance of her first husband. So authorities are confirming now that they are looking for more information, trying to figure out what happened there. So this might not end well for Carol. I just be shocked that they got Wi-Fi. When I look at them, I'm like, damn, they got Internet shows and all kind of stuff. Like, they don't look like they got no Wi-Fi. Not at all. They, they don't. They definitely they're making look like millions of dollars. <laughs> and then they also making millions were of dollars. hiring... Are you talking about during that time with Joe Exotic? Oh, you think that that you think you, th- you think you think the animal sanctuary was making millions? Yeah, Carol was really? definitely making millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because mm-hmm. they were breeding tigers and selling them and everything for a profit. Mm. But millions, ye? Yeah, absolutely. And Carol mm-hmm. definitely has millions. That's how she was able to do what she did. And let's not forget, Joe Exotic spent like a million dollars trying to bring Carol down. And then he got sued by her and had to pay her a million dollars. Yeah, so mm. I guess they did have some bread. They definitely did. There's a lot of money in exotic animals, guys. That was the whole point oh, no, I be- of why I, I believe his money. this in the first place. I believe it's money, but I didn't know they were millionaires. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I'm Angela I know they said that Joe Exotic had got like a quarter million dollars from his granddad when his granddad passed away or something. Yeah, and think about all the acres of land that they had to have and, you know. And then even Joe Exotic hiring somebody to document everything and then building that whole uh, shed that they had for all the equipment and all of that. Th- that was a big business. People paying is- to come and take tours. Yeah, I guess you're right. But how much is acreage in, in South Carolina if you buy 30, 40 acres in South Carolina, Charlamagne? 30, 40 acres? Hmm. That'll cost you a pretty penny. Back then, I don't know how much it is back then. Back now, an acre might be, I don't know, I'm not good with math. And just imagine they're, cheap, breeding, they're breeding these tigers to sell to people also because people were buying them. I can tell you that you know, eight, acres cost about, eight acres cost about 125, eight acres. Okay. Right now? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Well, I'm Angela report. Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. When we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Yeah, speaking of all these millions of dollars, we'll tell you who has collectively come together to donate over $35 million to COVID-19 relief. All right. And also, Questlove will be joining us next hour, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page mm-hmm. news. Where are we starting, Yee? Um, well, let's start with NFL owners, players, and clubs have collectively collectively donated over $35 million 
and that is for coronavirus relief. So uh, the organizations that they are giving donations to include the American Red Cross, the Bob mm -hmm. Woodruff Foundation, Boys and Girls Clubs of America, Gen Youth Foundation, Mills on Wheels, Salvation Army, United Way, Wounded Warrior Project, just a lot of different organizations that they have been donating that over $35 million to. That's beautiful. I did that yesterday. Yesterday I was in the, uh, the, the giving spirit, and I did um, give out a couple of donations to a couple of people doing some great things for coronavirus relief. Mm -hmm. Right now, coronavirus cases have topped over 860,000 globally, and they're saying over 42,000 deaths, and at least 80% of Americans right now are under stay-at-home orders, just so you know. So you do have to uh, stay at home for more than 80% of the people here in the United States. Now, Donald Trump is saying the next couple of weeks could be even worse. I want every I American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. We're going to go through a very tough two weeks. And then hopefully, as the experts are predicting, as I think a lot of us are predicting after having studied it so hard, you're going to start seeing some real light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I don't see people staying in, though. Even when I have to go to the store, I have to make a run. There are a lot of people on the road. There are a lot of people still out and about. Yeah, I hate to say it, but they just got to reinforce these laws a bit, a little bit stronger. Like, they do have to start fining people if people are out. They do yep. have to threaten to throw people in jail. Like, they do have to, you know, enforce this this stay-at-home thing a little bit stronger, at least for the next two weeks. Because if that's yep. what they're saying is going to flatten this curve, that's what we need to do. All right, now today is also Census Day, and you guys have to fill out your census. That happens only every 10 years, and that's how they determine how many representatives that each state gets in Congress, how the money is spent in federal funding, schools, roads, other important things. There is not a citizenship question on the census, by the way. So for people that are saying, oh, people who aren't citizens are scared, da-da-da-da-da, there is no citizenship question on the census. So if you have that U.S. Census form, you can also fill it out online so you don't even have to touch your mail. That's still scary to me, man, to tell people how many people in your house. For, I know for immigrants, I would be, I definitely would feel like. But there's I no want citizenship to do it. question. I know. Yeah, but if there's a race, if, there, if there's a race question on that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that they'll start. Uh, I'm just saying you could get on the radar, you Absolutely. know, based on what your race is. And I'm sure what? they look at areas. I'm what do sure you mean what? Areas. But it's not a, so. Depending on your race, that doesn't have to do with if you're a citizen or not. Yeah, but I can see them targeting you. It's like they target us about race any other time. It's profiling. You know what I'm saying? So if you live in a certain area and you say you're Hispanic or something like that, I can see them, you know, uh, putting you on the radar. Or go, you know, let's go look and see what's going on a little bit deeper over there. Easily. Yeah, I would be But I think it's it. important because we complain about, you know, money going to certain areas. And if you're underrepresented, then you get less dollars and yet less people representing you in Congress. But can they get so that's, that's why, why you gotta lie. That's why you got to lie and say you're white on the census. Well, can you guarantee that they're not going to give that information to ICE? Because there's certain, you know, certain people live in certain areas. So if, you, if they but see there's a, no, it's not asking people, if you're a citizen or not. So I don't understand. But but if I'm not a citizen, am I going to put there's five people living in this house? No, I'm not. Just because there's five people doesn't mean. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the thing is, the I don't, I don't want to discourage race, people to not well, fill race, out the census. They said they don't ask you about your race. No, they don't ask you about your citizenship. Oh, but they ask you about what? your race. Yes, absolutely. I'm not. Hell no. Nope. If I'm, if I'm sorry. If so you're I telling people don't fill out the census form. I'm just saying I'm scared. I, I can't. Our country can't guarantee that they're not giving that information to ICE and, and to make sure they're not checking up on my family. I would be nervous and scared if I was an immigrant. Yes, I would. That's what I'm saying. 
All right. I mean, Julie Yee, and that is your front page news. I mean, what, I mean, this has been going on for years, though. I mean, you can read plenty of articles about millions of Americans changing their racial or ethnic identity on, on, on the census. Like, they change it. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people that are Hispanic origin do change it for those exact reasons. Absolutely. Because they're afraid. Can you believe this country? The same president that said, wear a scarf and you'll be okay? Am I, I'm supposed to believe what he says? The same president that said, oh, it'll be, nah, it's nothing. It's just something small. That president? Nah, be. So you're saying don't fill out the census? I'm saying what I would do, what Rashawn Casey would do if I was an immigrant. You can see why people are afraid. I get what you're saying. You're just saying you can see why people are afraid. I think we need a person who's an expert on this to speak about it, but... um you know, I do think it's important for you to be represented. Like, you want to make sure that yes, your you area is represented you, you, by the amount of people because that's how should, they figure out how much funding you're getting and how many representatives you get in Congress. You should definitely fill out your census form, but I can absolutely see why if you're of Hispanic uh, heritage, you would be afraid. I can All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right, when we come back, Quest Love will be joining us. We'll kick it with Quest Love. He'll be on the phone line, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. On the phone line right now from the legendary Roots crew, we have Quest Love. What's up, brother? Quest Love. We haven't done a radio phoner in so long. You guys broadcasting from? Um, right Everybody's now, I'm at in my home. office. Charlamagne's in his basement, and Yee's at the crib. Yo, this, I mean, this might be the new, even when this is over. You know, I'm speaking out positivity. When this will be over, this might be our new reality. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I hope not, though. I can't believe that virtual DJing has done more for my life than actual DJing. You know? Really, like, Quest? Oh, dude, this is, this is, this is, the, I mean, we, we were there in the first place. We just didn't want to admit it because, mm-hmm. I mean, even when you go to concerts, and go to events like what's the main common denominator of of each of these events everyone's still on their phones yeah right? looking through their phones yeah and so you know what i've learned early like once i saw d nice sort of paved the way i realized like you gotta get there early before you know carve out your ground <laughs> ahead of time but yeah i mean this is this is going to be the new normal, even when this epidemic is over. This will still be what, the new normal. Do you think it's the art of DJing or the music that has the healing powers? Or is it a combination of both? What do you think? Um, for me, I'm learning it's the music. Because the thing is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm a cat with really, I mean, not without sounding pretentious, like a, a more of a wider palette. So I'm more eccentric in my DJing. Like, even when I was DJing, in the normal sense of the word, like, I would take risks. Like, I'm the guy that will try Mm -hmm. and figure out, like, how to sneak in a Kermit the Frog song with Little Yachty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm DJing in the first place. Um, Now I'm just slowly realizing the power that I have now that I'm in... I'm doing more experiments than ever now that I have a captive audience that really doesn't have uh, nothing to do options left. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's actually working out nice to my advantage. So are you at home Questlove? Uh, technically I am. I know it sounds funny. I'm, I'm sort of upstate. I have a friend who owns 
a, a like a chicken farm, a farm with chickens on it. So that don't sound funny. My brother got a chicken farm. My man Wax, he got a chicken farm. That sounds well, small. I mean, you ain't got to leave the house. You know, when I'm when I'm yelling Happy New Year at the top of the year, like the last thing I expected was to spend the first few days of spring uh, making <laughs> friends with a bunch of chickens now. But, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> they might be your so safest this, friends this right has now. To be, this has to be different for you, though, because as busy as you are doing all the things you've been doing, uh, performances, tours, you know, uh, the late show, all of that, the Tonight Show, this has to be mm-hmm. really different for you to actually be sitting still. You know what's weird? Technically... Uh, this is much needed rest I've been dying for, but on the other hand, it's like I've been busier than ever. Like, I still have a movie to edit. I still have a book to write. Um, And, you know, with DJing, I'm, like, raising a whole bunch of money. Like, you know, corporations and whatnot are hiring me. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm using my services so I can raise money for the New York Food Bank. So that these uh, so uh, these these kids that I sponsor can still have their meals because a lot of our uh, kids in the city they depend on high like elementary school and middle school meals to to, to mm-hmm. feed and sustain them. Um, so if anything, this is like the most rest I've ever gotten in my adult life. But also this this is the most busiest I've ever been. Like I never felt overwhelmed with the nine jobs when I was in that cycle. But now add in, like, ooh, this is too much for me. Like, my day already is, like, <laughs> completely full. So it's not it's not like I'm sitting at home bored. Like, if at anything, all. I, think, I think this is the time that people need to explore their creativity and really just be open to finding other things to to preoccupy them like the result of this i feel like in 10 to 15 years the same way like the last depression or the last depression the last problem that we had was the economic fallout 2008 spawned all those businesses Mm -hmm. like there should be no reason by like 2030 while like the most creative things we've ever known will be sprouted because of what we're doing right now right i agree with you you know what no question people have to they have to get over their uh, their anxiety and their fear. And I think once they get over that and they start leaning into the uncertainty of it all, they'll start to find solutions in this problem. And that's when they'll get to the creativity, I think. Dude, I mean, that's what my last book was about. Like, I told the main the main point of my last book was... Creative Quest. your best friend. Oh, Creative Quest, yeah. My last book. And people used to laugh, and I said, no, like, boredom is your best friend. Like, the most creative people in the world were bored first. Like, Chris Rock would say that bullying is the best thing for creative, but I think of boredom is. And right now, a lot of people are bored, and this is where, this, this is the time that kings are going to be made. So, um, yeah, I'm I hate, yeah, I hate when people say an idle mind is the devil's playground. Why I got to be the devil's playground? Why can't it be God's playground? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you lean into something positive and you lean into the creativity and the talent that he's blessed us all with, why can't the idle mind be God's playground? Uh, you know, a lot of times people could be during, during moments of, of stillness. I mean, people could self-sabotage a good thing. I mean, that's still a reality of it, but mm-hmm. that's a whole other psychological mindset. <laughs> 
All right, we got more with Questlove when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We still have Questlove on the phone lines right now. Yee. Yeah, Questlove, I wanted to ask you about your last book, Creative Quest. When's the last time that you felt like you were paralyzed by something because it struck a chord in you so uh, so much? Like you said, Jata Dre's The Chronic, Jay Dilla. But when's the last time you felt that paralysis? Um, actually, when, when Jay Dilla died, I traditionally stopped making beats, if you will. Like, I mean, I knew how to create music, and I still produced, like, for The Roots, and I would do, like, an occasional you know, a, a record for, like, an idol of mine. But when Dilla died, like, I stopped making production altogether. So the the very first thing that I did during this whole stay-at-home punishment crap that we're on right now is um, I taught myself how to use, uh, you know, programs on my computer. So, you know, every day I've been practicing for two hours just making beats. So who knows, maybe I can jump into that. That Timberland Swiss Beach battle. Have you seen the battle? <laughs> have you been, what, have what you you been enjoying those quests? <laughs> yeah, what did you think of those battles? The Swiss Timberland, you know, Hit Boy, Boy the, Wonder. The, 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 the battle with the dream was, that to me was even more, that was more entertaining. But yeah, right. I'm enjoying from afar, you know. Would you jump into the battle? There's a lot of drummers out there, I'm sure, that, that, that think they could take you out, Quest. For me, I, you know, I don't participate in nothing unless I get really get my 10,000 hours in. You know, that more than 10,000 hours equals genius. I, I still got more practicing to do. But, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm down for anything. I don't, I don't have any fear when it comes to creativity. Even failure. Like, if I fail at something, I'll, I'll take an L. But I'm going to learn from who, who, who do you want to see in the battle? Who's your, who would be your dream battle? Because I saw yesterday people were saying Kanye West and Quincy Jones. I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Oh, I just think Quincy nah, Jones is, is on... Now. Exactly. <laughs> I think Quincy's on a whole nother level. Like you shouldn't even there, there should be no challenges to Quincy. But who would you like to see? We 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 live in a society where people are dying to troll people. So um I don't know. I mean I hope also I pray that Kanye West is I mean he's silent. We're not hearing from him. So besides being a family man and a father, I mean hopefully he's still fine tuning his skills. Still, you know, I, I pray that's what he's doing with this time. So who would, who would you want to see um, Dr. Dre like, battle? I would actually, you know what? I would actually like to see. I would like to see Pharrell. Um, go. I'm trying to figure out like who do I equate Pharrell to? Mm. I maybe like I feel like Tyler the Creator is going to be the new Pharrell. So I'd like to see those two like in their creative mode because Pharrell is a cat that, besides Jay Dilla and maybe Primo. Pharrell's the only cat that I know that actually treats his his creativity like it's a, like it's a job. Like Pharrell gets up at six in the morning and is already working at seven a.m. Most musicians like like that work that night thing, but Pharrell like he's one of the cats that like will be up at seven in the morning already working. So right, I mean I admire that. And you know another hustle that you got, Quest Love, that um that business is booming right now, the podcast business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somehow, you know, I, I got lucky using my nerd for um, Quest Love Supreme um, on iHeartRadio, which, you know, is more of, is more of like, I guess you could say, like uh, my version of, of In the Actors Studio, 
where mm-hmm. I just get to nerd out and examine people's creativity. Like for me, it's more about the engine of the car than about the actual destination. So, you know, I'm less about got you questions or anything about that. And I want to know like how many takes it took you to do this particular song or that sort of thing. So, yeah, I mean, That's on right. our radio, okay. um, I got a uh, quest love Supreme. Have you seen you Joe Exotic? Got your questions chance? to me. No, nah. <laughs> nah, actually, it's weird. Uh, we had Johnny Hill on uh, a few episodes ago, and um, I was trying to be diplomatic, but like he, he brought some smoke to Brian McKnight. Like the last thing I expected. He <laughs> <laughs> started a beef. R&B beef. <laughs> My goodness. Well, we appreciate you for checking in, Quest. Yes, oh, and I saw Stevie Wonder you know. checked in with you, so that was amazing when you were doing that Stevie Wonder uh, Dude, set that you I'm, did. I'm still flabbergasted that, yeah, like, the fact that he was even tuning in, I mean, that's amazing to me. That's, you know, the, the fact that people are tuning in, I'm telling you, this is the new reality. I know that mm, it's right. hard to fathom, so we got to make good of it. But the fact that Stevie Wonder called during my DJ set, Ah, it was the best thing that ever happened. I, I'm waiting for Stevie to troll everybody on Instagram when you and D Nice are on and just po- and just post. I see you. I see you, Questlove. I see you, D Nice. IG Live will lose it. Nah, I think he's blind. Well, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he's physically blind, but I think he sees better than the rest of us. You know what? One time I had a conversation with him when he was on our show, the Tonight Show. And someone had brought in, like, these two scalding hot um, uh, Starbucks teas and put them on the table. And the way he was navigating it, like, the teas were, like, on the corner of the table. And at one point, I thought they were going to fall over. And I went to, like, reach out. He's like, I got it. I got it. Whoa. How did you know? He could feel it. Exactly. Like, he was like, I, I, I. I got it. I know what I'm doing. Wow. And I was like, yo, he is another set of senses that we ain't even dealing with right now. So mm-hmm. when is the when is the night show coming back? Or is it is it, I mean when y'all going back? I mean, we're doing we're we're actively doing stuff at home. I think mm-hmm. uh either today or tomorrow we're gonna interview the Beastie Boys Joe Biden. uh on for their new movie that they have on Apple. But um their documentary. But no, it's 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 almost business as usual. We're just trying to figure out like how to art, incorporate the roots back into it with yeah, music. Yeah, we need that. All right. All right. Yeah, I thought, you for yeah, I, thought I heard you say you was editing a movie. Yeah, um, I'm doing a film called Black Woodstock, which is essentially about uh, this concert that happened three weeks before Woodstock with Stevie Wonder and like 40 other powerhouse acts that no one ever knew about, but. Yeah, doesn't get much light. Sit in the basement. Got so you. I'm, I'm directing that film right now. All right. Well, thank you for checking in, Quest, and we appreciate your, your, your DJ sets. People don't know how hard it is to DJ that long and really in front of no active crowd, but we yeah, appreciate you what you hours, do, bro. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate your your service. Thank you, man. Stay safe for all of y'all. Stay safe. Peace, Quest. All right. Quest love. All right. All right. It's the I'll Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy Yee, you there, right? So what, nobody's on but me? All right, cool. Well, listen, man, uh, I want to salute uh, Quest Love for calling in. Uh, Quest Love 
is donate is raising money for for the food bank NYC, and I, I donated it to that cause. I also donated yesterday to Move Humanity Forward. Remember when Andrew Yang was on and he was talking about his coronavirus relief fund, and I told him that I would uh, pledge some money to to that, and I didn't get around to it because I don't know why I forgot. But yesterday when I was sitting around trying to figure out what to do with my time and 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 how to be productive, I always say when you want to be productive and you want to you know uh, when, when you don't when you when you're just sitting around. Figure out how you can make somebody else's life better. And so that's what I decided to do uh, with my time yesterday. Yee, you're there? Oh, yes. Yeah, my line must have dropped. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Yes. What are you talking about? Well, I was sitting there uh, talking about, you know, Questlove and what he's doing to raise money for, you know, the kids in New York in order to, and, and, and for them to eat. I think it's the, what's the name of that? Uh, hold on, let me look it up right now. I just mm-hmm. donated to it. I was just actually looking at it, actually. It is called the COVID-19 Food Hub NYC. That's what he was calling, uh, talking about a few minutes ago, okay. and I donated to that. And I also donated to um, Andrew Yang's Move Humanity Forward. Even though I told him I would do that a couple of weeks ago, I just got around to doing it yesterday because I was just telling people that when you're sitting around, okay, and, and you're, you're twiddling your thumbs, figure out how you could be a blessing to somebody else. And so that's what I decided to do yesterday with my time. Yeah, I was saying yesterday I also was having some conversations about helping out as well. That was pretty much all I did yesterday. So uh, I think today we'll be able to announce something that will be really beneficial for uh, small business owners, and that is for minority and women-owned businesses. And there's a fund that they're actually going to be helping to give away. I'm going to be participating in that, but I'm waiting for them to give me the okay to make the announcement, but I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, I think it's important while we're at home, if there's anything that we can do to help other people yes, figure man. that out, you know, that's a great thing to be able to do. Yep, so. Yep. Be- be a blessing to others. Stop worrying about stop worrying about you so much. You know, it's always about me, 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 me. And what well, I'm bored or this and that. No. Figure out how you can make somebody else's life better with your time. Now we got rumor report coming up. Uh yes, we are gonna be talking about Kevin Hart. And he told some stories about Jay Z and Beyonce. You know, those are always fun. Hey guys, okay. I'm sorry. Lost you for a second. Shut up. We don't need you. All right. We don't need you. It's the world's most dangerous morning Robo show the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about Drake. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, this is more about an 11-year-old cancer patient, Elijah. Now, unfortunately, Elijah uh, did pass away. But before that happened, he did get to, quote, meet three of his favorite artists. And that is on FaceTime. Uh, Here he is talking to Drake, The Weeknd, and J. Cole. Elijah, it's J. Cole. J. Cole, Elijah. It's a pleasure to meet you, man. I love you, bro. It's the weekend. I'm so honored that you invited me to be one of your favorite artists, buddy. Thank you. What's up? Yes, sir. I love you, dude. (laughs) I appreciate that smile, sir. Thank you. Love you, buddy. Rest in peace to that young man, Elijah. Uh, salute to J. Cole. Salute to Drake. Who else was it? It was uh, The Weeknd. The Weeknd, And The yeah. Weeknd. Salute to them, man. You know, because when I be sitting around the house, that's what I'm constantly thinking about. Like, how can how can I make somebody else's day better? So it's, it's good that those brothers are using their quarantine time to make somebody else's day better. So salute to them. Absolutely. Yeah, Elijah's cousin, Michael, is actually the one who confirmed 
the news on Instagram and shared those clips of Elijah's FaceTime conversations. He said, over the past three years, my 11-year-old cousin, Elijah, has battled cancer with the utmost resilience. Elijah's physical fight is now complete as he transitioned to heaven on Friday. He didn't leave this world without knowing how much he was loved, though. So he did have that opportunity, which was amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, now Lil Wayne just did an interview with, well, not just did it, but they just put it out with Complex, the sneaker shopping a video and he is on there talking about who his favorite artist is. Damian Lillard did a bait collab with Adidas. He said, I was inspired by Lil Wayne by that vibe cover. Oh, okay. Talk about that brand. It's such like a iconic streetwear brand. That's funny you said iconic streetwear brand because you know you can you can say streetwear, but they you know they went there. Yeah. They way surpassed streetwear. With that said, I just saw um, on the Breakfast Club, I saw uh, my favorite artist, Lil Baby. Okay. I saw Lil Baby with the Babe yep. Coach collaboration yeah. jacket. Yeah. And I was like, so they doing things. They so took a really Shout far. out Baby and Nick. I'll drop on the clues bombs for Lil Baby. Uh, also drop on the clues bombs for Lil Wayne knowing uh, what the Breakfast Club is. Okay? Yeah. Well, you know, before you know Lil Wayne, the thing, you know, Lil Wayne said he, said he wanted to come through. He, he said he wanted to come up. Right before the coronavirus and everything uh, got crazy, he hit me and said he wanted to come up. So I'm, I'm hopefully, when this is all over, said and done, he will join the Breakfast Club. He hasn't been up here yet. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy that he knows what the goddamn Breakfast Club is. You know, Lil Wayne don't pay attention to nothing going on in these streets. He does. No, he doesn't. Right, he said and, that himself. And DJ Jazzy Jeff, by the way, has said that he is now good, thank God, after recovering from pneumonia in both lungs, also losing his sense of smell and taste. He said, uh, I posted yesterday to bring awareness to how serious this is. Please look out for each other. And he did thank his wife also and um, asked people to please stay at home. So why, why, why didn't he ever get a coronavirus test? Because he never, he never said he had coronavirus, but why, he just said he had the symptoms. Why did he never get a test? Well, he had pneumonia in both of his lungs. He also said he lost his sense of smell, his sense of taste, which is one of the signs of coronavirus. So he didn't actually specify that he had it or didn't have it. I don't know if he got tested or didn't get tested. but Yeah, uh, yeah that's why I want to know. Why didn't he get tested? Uh, yeah, that's what I want to know. Because he had to go to the doctor. The right? if he had pneumonia in his lungs and all that. Mm-hmm. All right, now Lizzo, in the meantime, has been doing some great deeds, and one thing that she's been doing is providing healthcare workers with food and meals. Here's what she had to say in her Instagram videos. Shout out to all of y'all for being so brave and working so hard and making sure that we're safe and healthy and healing people. That is incredible. You guys are heroes. And so the least I could do is just send you some lunch. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the food. I hope it puts a smile on your face, and I hope that you feel loved and appreciated because you really, truly are. That's great, man. And shout out to all the restaurants that are out there also. Even though a lot of them are losing business and losing money, they're also doing a lot to provide food for these healthcare workers and everybody that is inspiring right now by actually giving during a time when it's not the easiest time to give. Absolutely. And salute to Questlove, too. You know, he called in. He talked about the COVID-19 Food Hub, you know, NYC. That's another good organization that you can, you know, donate money to because they make sure that uh, these kids eat. I I, I donated to to them as well. So salute to everybody doing their part. Yeah, shout out to Camillo. Camillo's a DJ in New York City who uh, has been giving uh, hundreds of pies uh, a day to some of the healthcare workers. He owns a pizzeria. I just thought that was dope. So shout out to Camillo. That's how you know. That's how you know I'm from down south because you said pie, and I said, man, I would really like me a sweet potato pie right now. Yeah, I'm talking, talking about, about pizza goddamn pie, pizza. Man. 
pizza exactly. pie. Man. Yeah. We from and the shout south, out to Brooklyn, bro. Brooklyn Chop House too, because I see they've been providing free meals for all the hospital workers, even though people have had to lay off staff and right. not making as much money. I see a lot of restaurants, their business is down. A lot of people are still trying to help out. So I think that is the true spirit of what it is. Yeah, shout the pool and Stratus. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Now, we did not have time to get to the Kevin Hart, Jay-Z, Beyonce story, but I promise you, next hour, so don't go anywhere. Where can you go? All right, now, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, man, it's something else that's on the rise during this whole global pandemic, during this coronavirus ap- uh, p- pandemic. And the thing that is on the rise is domestic violence. So we don't need nobody encouraging that, right? So we need British boxer Billy Joe Saunders to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Okay. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, April 1st, goes to a British boxer named Billy Joe Saunders. Now, I don't know if you all realize it, but one thing that is rising during this global pandemic is domestic violence, okay? Across the world, by the way, from Brazil to Germany, China to Greece, from Orangeburg, South Carolina to Sacramento, California, domestic violence is on the rise because women and children who live, uh, you know, with domestic violence abusers have no escape from their abusers during the quarantine, okay? A couple weeks ago, uh, I I know an attorney who said to me, sadly, I'm about to make a killing because I had six domestic violence calls over the weekend. And I said, damn. And he said, yeah, man, when unemployment goes up, people beat their wives. You know, you are stressed and normal everyday arguments turn to violence. Sad reality, but it's true. Well, Billy Joe Saunders either doesn't know, doesn't show, or doesn't give a damn about what's going on in people's homes in regards to domestic violence because in the most tone-deaf video I've seen in a long, long time, and that's saying a lot, being that the Trump administration is in the White House, Billy Joe Saunders decided to give a tutorial on how to properly beat your significant other. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Play the clip. Just want to make a little video just for all you uh, dads, husbands, if you've got girlfriends, etc., Obviously, this COVID-19 is getting very serious and we're isolated away in, you know, very tight spaces. So, right, if your old woman's giving you a little bit of mouth, you try to be calm, cool, but out of the seventh day, you're just about to explode. All of a sudden, she's coming at you now, spitting a bit of venom in your face, ready to say something, you may have left the dishes out. So as she comes in, she's just about to say something, all of a sudden, you explode. <laughs> on the chin. Yeah, so you've hit her on the chin. At this time, she may flash and see white thinking, what's just happened? Has he done it? I can't believe this. Whoa, what's happened? She's in a state of horror. And all of a sudden, you just dip down on that knee, whip, and spring up. So you finish her off. Bam. That should do the trick. Now, you know how I keep talking about during this quarantine, you get to see the real you. Uh, brothers don't have barbers, and they're Beijing blackout powder, so the hair is growing out, and you, we get to see our hairlines, social distancing from our foreheads. You see, you know, all the grays on people's temple, you know, Diddy out here looking like Puff Granddaddy, and that's fine. It's, it's actually great. That's who we are, okay? Age is a blessing. Embrace it. But I'm not just talking about physical. I'm talking about what's really inside of you. I'm talking about character. See, people's real characters come out when they are facing 
adversity, okay? This quarantine, this global pandemic is a bit of adversity. Uh, William Arthur Ward once said, adversity causes some men to break, but it causes others to break records. Which are you? Albert Einstein says, adversity introduces a man to himself. Howard Schultz says, in times of adversity and change, we really discover who we are and what we're made of. Billy Joe Saunders is showing you who he is. He's an F-boy. He couldn't even do this on today and say April Fool's. Some things you shouldn't play about. And a man beating on a woman is one of those things, especially at a time when domestic violence is going up because of this quarantine. I just read an article on ABC News where police are fearing that domestic violence cases will be on the rise. And Steve Stevens, president of the International Association of Chiefs of Police, said he fully believes that the longer these stay-at-home orders are in place, the more of these domestic violence calls they are going to get. Brad Garrett, a former FBI agent, says this is a perfect storm of domestic violence hazards. The shelter-in-place forces couples to remain home, and the abuser will then have more power to control and abuse the victim, stating they cannot leave for fear of catching the virus. It also may make it more difficult for the abused to report domestic violence since they are constantly with the abusers. They can't even escape and run off to go call the police. (sighs) Man. And if they can't escape, the shelters will have issues because they're typically set up in dormitory settings. And that's obviously a problem with spreading the virus because you got to have social distance. Do you understand why what Billy Joe Saunders did is such a problem? He's encouraging domestic violence, actually teaching people how to beat their significant others during a time like this. Never a good time to do that, but definitely not at a time like this. Now, ladies, global pandemic or not, coronavirus or not, I will never encourage you to stay with an abuser. Uh, You always have a choice because coronavirus can kill you, but so can an an abusive and insignificant other. And I said insignificant other for a reason because he's not significant. Okay, so yes, to me, social distancing, it starts there. If he's living with you, find a way to get that fool up out of your house. Call the police to come take him. If you live with him, I know it seems difficult to pack up and leave at a time like this, but run! And to all the men putting their hands on women, you're not a man. Your job right now is to protect and provide for your family. And even if you can't provide financially right now, provide emotional support, mental support. Because the truth is, you and your lady are in this together. Don't take your hurt, frustration, and anger out on her because you got laid off. Hell, I'm sure she probably laid off too. And if she didn't, Thank God that you have a queen to hold it down financially during a time like this. In the meantime, uh, I saw the young quote, greatest woman boxer of all time, the undisputed woman's middleweight world champion who has unified the WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO middleweight titles. Uh, I'm talking about Clarissa Shields. Drop on the clues bombs for Clarissa Shields. I saw Clarissa post a counter to Billy Joe Saunders' video showing victims of domestic violence how to protect themselves against abusers. Let's hear what Clarissa had to say. Yeah, I saw some videos all earlier about what you do to your wife or your girlfriend when she's getting on your nerves. But I have a defense mechanism. You see this bag here, right? We may not be as strong as the men, but we are smarter. When a guy goes here, all I want you ladies to do, you duck. And when you duck, you hit it right there. You see that cat? That's not the stomach, ladies. That is the See, some of us like to hit on the penis. No, 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 no. Aim through the penis. And that should make them hit the ground. And then you can get away from them. Tutorial for all the women in abusive relationships. Drop on the clues, bonds for Clarissa Shields. 
giving out uh, helpful tips on how to survive during this quarantine. That is great counter-programming. Democrats can learn a thing or two from her in regards to how to properly counter-program lame-ass propaganda and rhetoric like the one that Billy Joe put out. Uh, please let Remy Ma give British boxer Billy Joe Saunders the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Now, how does this affect his career moving forward? Um, I actually read that his license was suspended for the time mm-hmm. being until a, a, a hearing can happen, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, his license, yes, his license has been suspended pending a hearing by the British Boxing Board of Control. Yes, and I think he has since apologized, but n- nobody want to hear that right now. All right. Yeah, so his official statement, like, come on, why would you even mm-hmm. think that's okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing was okay. Nothing was funny about that. But thank you it's for unacceptable. Now, when mm-hmm. we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. She'll help you with all your problems. So hit her up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. We got Mona on the line. Mona, good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. Hey, Mona, you at work? No, I'm on my way to work. Okay, so before we get started, where do you work, Mona? I work at a doctor's office in Dearborn, Michigan. Okay. Okay. All right, so what's going on with Ask Yee? So basically, I've been working at this job for six years. Um, I started off as an MA, and now I'm office manager. I'm the only black person, and I'm also the youngest person. And I deal with racism quite often. Um, I had a coworker who said that she didn't know that the N-word was considered racist. Um, What? When they buy lunch without asking me what I want, they always buy me fried chicken. I don't even really eat fried chicken. Um, Just comments like, I know you like rap, and I don't even care for rap. Just a lot of things like that. And I'm at a point where... I'm really getting tired of it, and I don't know how to handle it. Mm. First of all, y'all need some diversity in that office, right? And that is something that they need to take seriously because a lot of places are having to make sure that they even have, like, people who work as far as helping create diversity in office environments because, as you can see, when you don't have diversity, people think that black people are monolithic. Yeah, even though I'm the youngest person and also the office manager, so I don't know how they Mm -hmm. would think that. Now, how do you respond when these things happen? Do you point it out? And say, just so you know, just because I'm black doesn't mean I like fried chicken. Or just because I'm black doesn't mean I listen to rap music all day. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It depends on how angry I am. Like when she made the comment about the N-word, she didn't know it was offensive. I basically educated her, telling her that the N-word was created way back in slavery. And it was always to identify black people as being oh, us, like inferior and that that word has never have been okay. Like. Common sense. You, I actually use the word common sense. And was that beneficial when you had that conversation? I'm just curious. Not really. You know what? I'm a big fan at work when things... What is that noise? What is that noise? Okay. Hello? I'm a big fan when things are going on at work like that to leave a paper trail. And what that means is when these incidents do happen, I would make sure that I document them. As far as sending an email out to whoever the supervisor is or whoever it is that you need to send that email to so that you have all of that documented. Because that way it makes people think twice about what they're doing and it makes people take things seriously. And I would also request that we bring in somebody 
uh, to do some diversity training and say, look, this is a very uh, environment where I'm the only black person. I'm the youngest person here. And I feel like this is not representative of the people who we serve in the community. And I would put that in an email as well. But I think it's important for you to document when these things happen and to educate people, which it sucks because I wouldn't want that to have to be my job. But this is also laying down the foundation for your corporation to be even more diverse in the future. And if that means recruiting people, other black people to come and other people of color to come and work in that office, then that's what they need to do. They need to take steps towards doing those things. Right. I would think so, because personally, like I'm at a point where it's starting to turn into anger. At first, it was just like, oh, that's just my ignorant coworkers. But now it's starting to like really bother me because some stuff is just common sense. Mm-hmm. Have so you spoken to a supervisor? Well, I'm the manager, and it's a private practice, so like I am the supervisor. So it's like it's, and then I've talked to my boss, like the actual doctor before, and he hasn't really done much about it. I don't. Well, girl, it's time like for you to flex your authority thing. as the office manager, and maybe you need to take the initiative to bring in more people, more diverse. Uh, you know, staff, but also maybe it's time for you to call a meeting with everybody and be like, let's set some ground rules down here and let's go over anything and put all these things on the table and make it mandatory for people to come. I can agree with that. I can do that. All right. I'll be I'm very be curious to hear how this turns out. I've been bothered since this whole conversation started. I'm judging you for not liking fried chicken and rap music. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? No, like, don't let what other people... like chicken. I like chicken. Just not fried. Oh. Do you like I a like, grill? I like uh, rap, but I also like country. I also like R&B. I also like okay. punk rock. I like different things. And the problem is not that I like rap music. The problem is you don't know anything about me or my personal life to preconceive that I like those type of things. You don't want them stereotyping you is what you're saying. Right. Exactly. Don't just, like, basically look at me and say, oh, you're black. This is who you are. No, yeah. I'm black. And Get that's how I was born. That's not, that doesn't <laughs> signify that my personality trait. Okay. Like, All I'm simply saying is don't let, don't, don't, don't miss out on the beauty of Popeyes. Okay. Just because you care about what other people think of you. All right. Somebody no, bring you a Popeyes chicken sandwich. You appreciate it. No, I get it. I'm tired of them buying me chicken. I'm tired of them buying me chicken. I don't even order chicken. I order burgers. Right, she, order fries. She's like, I might want a salad. <laughs> My goodness. Right, What's I your, salad. I've never ordered uh, chicken not once working here. Let me ask you a question. I bet you every time you get a salad, you put grilled chicken in it. I do. Ex- exactly. <laughs> not fried. What's, what's your favorite right, country Mona, song, Mona. Mama? What's your favorite country song? My favorite country song? I mean, I'm kind of like a fake country artist. I like, like, uh, Taylor Swift. I consider her country. <laughs> okay, she's pop now. But, um, Mona, I will say this, though. You are the manager, so I think for you, you have the power and the authority. Don't feel like you don't have the power and authority to make sure that you make certain things happen in that office. Okay. Thank you, Mama. Good luck. I want her to Thank flex you. her authority up in there. Ask I- Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? It's Marlon. Hey, what's up, bro? What's your question for Yee? I just really wanted to get some relationship advice this morning. Um, good morning to everybody, by the way. Hey, Marvin. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Hey, how y'all doing? Just trying to figure out, you know, what's the best move. Um, I've been with, you know, my girlfriend for about, about nine months, and, you know, she's pregnant with twins. And, you know, she's, you know, all of a sudden, about two months ago, just decided that, you know, she didn't want to do it anymore. You know, it's, just, it's, it's a lot for her to take on. And, 
you know, it's just really frustrating for me and, like, hard for me right now, you know, dealing with all of it, you know. And we, like, haven't been talking, you know, barely, you know. And I've been, you know, reaching out, trying to do it, talk to her. She blocked me. Like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? If all this, now you decide, you know, this is what you want to do, you know, with pregnant twins. And that's like, it's really tough for me right now just trying to figure out what, what to do and, like, how to approach the situation. Marvin, I got to ask you this. So she just all of a sudden out of nowhere decided she doesn't want to be with you anymore? Just all of a sudden, just out of the blue, she sat me down. She was just like, look, like, we just, we need, I need some space. You know, I want to take a break. You know, it started with a break, and then that break led to, you know, like I said, it's been about two months. But this just happened, like, you didn't do anything. She wasn't upset about anything. I mean, she just decided. My, my opinion of it, you know, my view of relationship, to me, everything was perfect. But, yeah, she just. She pretty much just told me that it was just a lot she's dealing with. She didn't know if it was the hormones. She didn't know if it's mm-hmm. just, you know, she just felt like she needed to just take a break or what. Well, a couple of things, Marvin, I would say you do have to respect. She's pregnant not with just one child, but twins. And so yeah. just mentally, I can't even imagine how that would be scary to her, especially right now with everything that's happening, right, with coronavirus. And I'm sure she's in the house on lockdown trying to make sure that oh, she yeah. stays healthy and stays away from people. So that's not easy in itself. She told you ex- uh, specifically it could be the hormones. She doesn't even know what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, so I think right now the best thing for you to do is respect the fact that this woman's body is going through a lot. And, it's go- and she's going through a lot with her hormones that she can't control, but then she's also going through a lot from everything that's happening right now in the world, right? Yeah, that was the, that was the biggest thing for me, just like just taking into consideration that, you know, she is pregnant. You know, a lot of the women in my life have really been kind of telling me that, you know, she's pregnant, you have to just deal with it, you know. So I'm taking that into consideration and, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to like just figure out. But for me, in order to stay mentally he- healthy, because it, it affects me a lot, you know, just, throughout the day is like it's constantly on my mind and just trying to figure out like, like damn like you know just everything going so good to now we like you know barely talking in her and I the best thing I tried to explain to her was you know everything that we're doing especially being that you're pregnant like I want to experience this with you like this whole experience you know I want to mm-hmm. have with you so it's just you know I wanted to say this I think right now the most important thing is for her to stay healthy and to have those babies and make sure those babies are healthy right that's top priority over anything else, right? Exactly. Exactly. So all you can do is be supportive of her right now. Make sure whatever it is that she needs that you can provide that you do. If she needs some space from you, don't crowd her. Don't, you know, right now, just anything you can do to be supportive. If that means reaching out to her family and making sure that you stay in contact that way and making sure she's good. You know, you need to do those things and respect the fact that right now is a difficult time. And so we just want to make sure those babies are healthy. And then after that, I think you guys will really have to work more on your relationship. But let's make sure that happens first and foremost. Yeah, I think he gave the, the best advice, bro. Just at this time while she's pregnant, her hormones are, are, are raging. Just let her be her. You do whatever you can to make sure she's comfortable, to make sure she's happy. Don't get into arguments. If she wants ice cream with strawberries and cornflakes, go get it. If she wants a Slurpee from 7-Eleven, go get it. I'm serious. Whatever she wants because mm-hmm. this, this is a difficult time. She's She has two babies inside of her. So and it's, it's the hardest time right now with coronavirus. Don't even, As, don't even beef with her. Don't even argue. Just she wins. You got to sacrifice. Why are you your sending that man to, right now? Why are you sending? Why are you sending that man to Seven Eleven to get a slushy? Because it's during the social right distancing time. It's essential right now. He better learn how to make it at home. <laughs> Whatever that man go out. That man go to Seven Eleven and catch coronavirus and bring coronavirus back to that young lady. You. We don't know how that affects the babies. 
Whatever she wants, you do, brother. There's hey. no telling her no. Protect yourself and protect the house, King. Sending that man to 7-Eleven. All right, so good Come luck, though. Come back with and coronavirus. Right now, as a sacrifice for your kids, you know, you got to just sacrifice. And I know it sucks, but you have to kind of sacrifice your feelings right now just to make sure she's good no matter what. Thank you guys so much. I'm good luck, brother. Good luck, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, All good right. luck. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and I told you earlier, we're going to talk about this Kevin Hart, Jay-Z, and Beyonce story. And let's get into it. It's a bit of a disaster because nobody wants to be sticky in the club. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The rumor report. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, so Kevin Hart is telling some interesting stories right now. Another story he just recently told was about spilling pineapple juice in the club after Jay-Z invited him over to his section. Listen to this. All-Star Weekend, uh, Hov and B go to the club. I go, let me go holler at Hov. I go walk over to the section. And, you know, after a long conversation, he goes, well, Kev, what you drinking? I go, I don't care. I said, oh, let me get some of this. I'm going to mix it with the pineapple juice. I go reach my hand for the pineapple juice. Pineapple juice spills. And as I'm watching it, I look up at him. He turns around, bends down. Somebody talking in his ear. He comes back up to me. He goes, Kev, you just spilled pineapple juice all over my wife's legs and shoes. I said, get out of here. That's actually an oldie book goodie. If you are a longtime follower of Kevin Hart, he, he, he told that story before. But, I mean, come on. Here he is talking about what he actually had to do after the pineapple juice spilled all over. Guess who? Beyonce. I look behind him. She like getting napkins. She's got like a pound of napkins, wiping everything. I feel bad, man. I, I reach in my pocket. I grab some money. I ball it up and I shake Hove's hand. I put it in his hand and I go, look, that's the best that I can do. He like, Kev, you ain't got to do that. I'm like, nah, man, I feel like shit. I leave. I look over a hole to see if he's looked in his hand. I could tell he did because he's shaking his head. It's a look of disgust on his face. I gave him $20. That's all I had on me at the time. I just paid for the pineapple juice. It's a great story. That's, that, that is the story you tell your grandkids. And Kevin Hart does look like a granddaddy. all over Beyonce. He, Kevin Hart does look like a granddaddy without that goddamn blackout. He got the blackout now, though. He didn't have the blackout for a couple of weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. now he put it back. Now, another thing that Jay-Z did was release uh, the unreleased version of Holy Grail with The Dream. This is on title. You take the clothes off my back And I'd let you You steal the food right out of my mouth Not what you eat And I still won't know why Why I love you so much I just don't like that record, man. I've never liked Holy Grail. I don't know why. That's like one of my least favorite Jay-Z records. And my and my boy Wax used to play that song every single day when it came out. Like when we would come into work, like every single day he loved that record. I don't like Holy Grail. No. Well, the dream was actually Mm-mm. previewing that for people during that battle he had with Sean Garrett. So <laughs> a lot of great yeah, moves came it. out of that. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Jay-Z and Rihanna's foundations are coming together, and they're going to be donating $1 million to coronavirus response efforts. So it's a special cause uh, with the Sean Carter Foundation, along with Rihanna's Clara Lionel Foundation. They're donating $1 million each for coronavirus response efforts. 
So that's a great thing. They're going to support undocumented workers, the children of frontline health workers, first responders, incarcerated, elderly and homeless populations in New York City and in L.A. And they're offering daycare, learning materials, food and supplies for the kids of frontline health workers and first responders also. That's great. Dropping the clues bars for Hov and Rihanna for being leaders. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do when you're, you know, in those positions. Because, like, let's be for real, you know, people like Hov and Rihanna, they're not going to be really impacted by, you know, this situation. When when this is all, they, they're going to be good now. When this is all said and done, they're probably going to end up being better. So it's just like, yo, be a blessing to somebody else when you when you when you're when you're blessed with abundance. That's a fact. Now we we've been we've been talking that. about. Rihanna on the cover of British Vogue also. Another story that Rihanna told in that cover story was how she actually left her Grammys performance back in 2016 in the middle of doing her hair and makeup and that was because of anxiety. She said her half of her lash was on. She said that despite her confident demeanor and despite her being in the spotlight for years, she still ner- gets nervous before even getting in the car to go do something. She said it can be devastating. And so this was the 58th Grammys and she was scheduled to perform Kiss It Better and she was nominated for eight awards at that Grammys and she canceled her performance and you know they said she was also battling bronchitis at the time so she just decided not to do it. I respect it. Dropping the clues bombs for Rihanna. That doesn't seem it seems like an artist like that just never gets anxiety just does what they do like it just comes so natural but you you see otherwise. Well well, that's the thing about anxiety, right? You know, you have rational anxiety and you have irrational anxiety. Sometimes, you know, the rational anxiety is knowing that you do have to go on stage and perform in front of thousands of people. So you kind of accept that and, you you know, you know what comes with that. But then sometimes, you know, it's the irrational that kicks in and you just start getting all of these crazy ass thoughts about what could go wrong. And I respect her for leaving because I'm the same. I'm the same way. I won't even show up. Y'all know me. All right, now. Kobe Bryant has a new book out today, and this is a follow-up to the Wizenard series training camp, and it's called Season One. And Vanessa Bryant was promoting this book also to let people know that it's out. So she was on her Instagram, and she said, Welcome back to Dren. We hope you are all ready to catch up with the West Bottom Badges for another magical basketball season. The Wizenard series Season One is out now. So for people that want to purchase that book, she also provided the link for you to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Book business got to be booming right now. I know I know, radio is up like 20, 30%, but book business got to be booming because I'll be ordering all kind of books. Audible, you know what else I, be, I, I do a right lot now? of Audible. What? The streaming services. All They were talking about how the numbers oh, yeah. are up for all streaming services yeah, right imagine. now because everyone's in the house, so it's crazy. That podcast. Yeah, I'm sure. Up. Everything where, where somebody's entertaining somebody has to be up, absolutely. I listen to a lot right. of Audible. I've been downloading a lot of Audible books. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. And buying movies. I've been buying movies like a mother. I've been watching movies, streaming (laughs) movies, but buying movies? I've been buying all types of movies. But there's so many movies that... I guess there's a lot of new ones out. You know what I just bought? The Mule. It's it's a movie called The Mule. So shout out to comic J. Will. He's starring in that. And Sino from Detroit. But they have their own independent movie that's out right now. And I had to buy it on Vimeo. I'm going to check that out. All right. And well, people got to stop room. lying when, when when people say, "Oh, I watched all of Netflix." No, you didn't, because I can leave, I can tell you ex- exactly. <laughs> this is what you do: uh, watch Brokeback Mountain tonight, or watch um, Moonlight, and then go to all the recommendations that they give you once you uh, watch Brokeback Mountain the Moonlight, and go down that Moonlight rabbit is hole. a I, Moonlight nah. is an excellent movie. Did you, see Moonlight, <laughs> Emmy, did you see Moonlight? Emmy, did you see Moonlight? No, I didn't see Moonlight. Moonlight. Is great. You, you, it's a really, really good movie. I will say you have Moonlight to is good. But I'm just saying, when you, whenever somebody says that they watched all of Netflix, 
tell them, uh, put one of those two movies in and then go to the recommendations. I bet you ain't never been to that section of Netflix. <laughs> and, and make sure you guys watch Uncorked, too. Did you guys see Uncorked? Sounds like that's in that category, but no, I haven't seen it. No, no, it's, no it's not. not. It's not, but Prentice, actually, this is his first um, movie that he's directing. So shout out to Prentice Penny. You know, he's been on the show before, and he works on Insecure yeah, yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, my so man. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I got plans to watch that this weekend. Okay. It was All really right. good. And I think for anybody who wants to learn more about wine, you know, it will help you a lot. That's something I've been wanting to do. I don't know anything about wine. Well, I'm going to see, yeah, see I only, Ozark. So I got to see. I got to finish Ozark now. That's a good one. The only reason I haven't watched Uncorked yet because I only drink on weekends. And I didn't watch it last weekend. So I'm going I'm gonna drink some wine this weekend. And me and the wife will watch Uncorked this weekend. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that rumor report. When we come back to People's Choice Mix, get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout the Quest Love for checking in today. Yes, Your good brother, nice Quest guy. Love. Quest, Quest Love got a podcast on um, iHeartRadio, too, by the way. It's him and um, my man Fonte from Little Brother. Yeah, shout out to Questlove. He also does this DJ thing. Uh, I'm not sure if he does it every night or every other night or once a week, but he, he was on last night, and he was just playing the grooves. Just good, mellow, chill music, man. I loved it. Questlove has like what he said jobs because he also has his book out right now, Creative Quest, and then he did the music for that show, High Fidelity, starring Zoe Kravitz. That's on Hulu, which, by the way, is another great watch if you're in the house quarantining like us and you need mm-hmm. some things to watch. I hope what he said isn't true, though. I don't want the game to go all virtual. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to, I want to, I want to still be able to leave the house for some things. I do uh, agree with some aspects of entertainment are just good watching from the seat of your own home, and especially with the DJing thing, right? Like what he said is true. When people go to these concerts, they're always looking through their phone, and like now nobody feels like they're missing out. Like everybody is is involved. But yeah, yeah. I just hope that this doesn't become a regular thing. Nah, I don't think I don't, I don't think it will. I mean, when I think when this is over, I mean, nobody wants to go to a concert and see a concert or over the, over Zoom or over Insta Live. Like you want to feel the music, you want to feel the vibe, you want to see the reactions. That's part of of going out to a concert. Maybe, but this does this does flatten the earth a lot, right? Because everybody's VIP in a sense. Everybody got a front row yeah. seat. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I just I'm just saying. I hope it doesn't. I hope the game just doesn't go all the way virtual. I really do. Really hope. Like my girls are right now in a group text trying to plan a girls trip for like at the end of the year. So I think no matter what, nothing beats like being face to face and spending time, quality time with people. So that experience, I don't think will ever go anywhere. Right. Yeah. All right. You can always Google your favorite destination and all of y'all get on Zoom and gather around Jamaica. Nah, no, we cannot gather say around that. the Bahamas. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. Make yourself a little make yourself a little rum punch at the house. Turn the heat nah. up a little bit. Put your bikini on. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Nah, nah, nah. All right. When we come back, positive no, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, I, I was going to say what you guys doing today. Well, are you guys doing anything today? Because today is Wacky Wednesday in my house. So we get to I have wacky to go to the supermarket. Oh, I have, have to go to the supermarket today. Yeah, you know what? I've, so I've been making smoothies every day, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, you can't buy too many fruits ahead of time. Right. And so I have enough, like, for a week. And so now it's time for me to go back to the supermarket and re-up on my fruits and vegetables. All right. Well, just be careful out there. Wear a mask and wear some gloves. I have all of that. All right. Um, I want to salute 
I want to salute Essence. Uh, Essence is doing something today uh, online. It's called Essence of the Matter. It's the coronavirus's impact on black America, and it's uh, through the Essence Wellness House, and it's a virtual summit, and they'll be streaming live uh, on Essence Studios all day long, and I will be on from 2 p.m. to 2.30 p.m., and the title of my segment is You've Got This, Staying Sane, Staying Mentally Healthy During quarantine so today right. from two o'clock to 2 30 you can go to essence.com uh, and they'll be screaming live on essence studios and it's just this whole great virtual summit there they're having talking about coronavirus's impact on black america so i'll be doing that today okay all right yeah last night my kids put on a show it was a comedy uh singing uh dancing magic show so they're gonna put on another show today so i'm excited about that show starts at nine o'clock I got to get my tickets, and I'm excited about that. They make tickets and everything, so that's the best thing about having so many damn kids, boy. They be putting on shows after shows after shows. But yeah, I'm, a whole basketball Speaking of putting team. on, speaking of putting on, I see you put on a hat too, my nigga. What's up with that? Why you got a hat on in the house? My, my hair good, man. My that's hair, bad luck. That. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. My, my good, you know what I mean? It looks like you need a you, you, What about you? Like you look so Dominican. Why don't you take off that hood? Yeah, we want to see your no. hair too, Charlemagne. Take We've been talking about it this morning. No. My hairline is trash. Your hair looks like Kevin Durant. It does. <laughs> but so now that you know it, now that, now that I've described to you what it looks like, you don't need to see it. <laughs> okay. From halfway. <laughs> Listen, you my hairline is. Hair. You bought up Emmy's hair. He took his hat off. My hairline is definitely social distancing from my forehead. I've been told y'all that. All right. Well, leave us on a positive. If you want to get a glimpse of my hairline, you can go on my Instagram and uh, look at this video me and Jess Hilarious did. On IG Live a couple of days ago. I'll show you how far my hairline go back. I know my limitations in life. I'm sorry for you. Yes. All right, RoboCop. Listen, um, the positive note is simply this. Character. Character is not just a word. It's a mental attitude. It's an action. Okay, simplicity, which defines who we really are when nobody notices. And right now, at a time like this, it's very true. Character matters. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 